Hey friends, I have one thing to ask of you before this podcast begins. My heart behind my podcast is for it to touch as many women as possible so that they can grow in their faith and know that they are not alone on their journey to heaven. I can't do this without your help. So I want to encourage you to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share today's episode with just one friend who you think would grow by listening to today's conversation. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. Hey there, I'm Whitney, your host of the Abundantly Yours podcast. I'm a wife, college student, and entrepreneur ready to strive for sainthood right alongside you. Jesus put this podcast on my heart as a way to serve you better, so I am so pumped that you are here. I'll be hanging with you every Monday and Thursday to chat all things discovering your purpose, cultivating a relationship with Jesus, and everything else in between. Are you ready to fully step into who God created you to be? Let's do this, girl. Hello, Erin and Ashley, and welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited to have you here um, and to chat about college and the struggles um, as this is a part of the Letters to Women series. So welcome, girls. (laughs) Thank Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, glad to be here. I'm so excited. So um, backstory, these are two of my college friends um, that I have invited onto the podcast. So um, would you guys introduce yourselves? Um, Feel free to share about yourselves, maybe your majors and things. So sure. Yeah. So yes, my name is Erin Pfeiffer. I um, am a junior studying English language arts education with a speech endorsement here at a college in Nebraska. Um, Yeah, I grew up on a farm outside of a rural town in Nebraska. So I've been a Nebraska, you know, Husker fan my whole life. (laughs) So yeah, that's kind of basically personality trait of mine at this point is being a farm girl. So yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, I'm Ashley Shemek. I am also from small town Nebraska, grew up on a farm as well, just outside of Humphrey, Nebraska. Um, I'm a chemistry health science major on the pre-med track. Um, Also junior and yeah, taking leaps and bounds and keeping busy. Yeah, I love that. We're all farm kids here. We love it. Yep. <laughs> yes. Welcome. Yeah. When, when people think of Nebraska, I always feel like they think of Omaha and it's like, no, we're like, like hick town, small town girls. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're true Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So um, obviously we're college students. We're, you know, we were all in the same Bible study together. Um, and so, yeah, after one of the Bible studies, they're like, Hey, I should just invite him on the podcast. So that's what we're doing. Um, so with college, obviously, you know, struggles, right? Like there's struggles, there's good things. There's so much that comes with it. Um, and so I thought today, and you know, this kind of the letters to women series, we can just talk about the reality of college, the reality of, um, what life is like, some things that maybe we didn't expect going into college and things. So, um, I guess if you guys have thought of any, you know, kind of, um, challenges you've recently faced or even just faced throughout college, um, feel free to share about that. Um, maybe, you know, how you got through it, um, those types of things. So feel free to just share what's on your heart and we'll let the conversation flow. (laughs) Ashley, you want to go first? Sure. I guess the big one I've thought about a lot lately is the ability to say no. (laughs) Don't always load yourself up. I'm sure we can all relate from small town schools, how everything they want you doing everything and being involved because that's everybody's involved in everything because they you don't have the numbers yeah so you get to college you're like okay I should keep doing that but you don't have to it's okay to say no when people ask you to do things um 
it's good to focus on your like mental health and not overloading yourself. Mm. So I think the ability to say no to things sometimes is something great to have and something people don't always go into college to with. So learning that part of yourself is very important not to overload yourself. So that's something I've thought about lately. Yeah, I think that's huge. I think we, you know, like you said, the expectation, especially as small town college students, you know, like, or small town high school students and small town college students too. But, um, you know, growing up, I mean, we did a lot of the different sports and a lot of the different activities, but like, you know, in a bigger city, some of the, you know, some athletes just focus on one sport year round. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yeah, I definitely can really in the season, even being like post-grad of like struggling to say no, but it's like finding where those healthy boundaries lay, because as soon as you're committing to feeling like, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to do all these things. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, but now like I'm struggling to breathe and I'm like, Ugh, you know, and then our faith usually gets like shoved. Yep. Yeah. Shoved. So mm-hmm. yeah, good. I love that. Good. Number one. <laughs> yes. And it's important to like make the things that are really important to you, like your true yeses yes. and like prioritizing, I guess. So yeah. Yeah. For me, a big thing that I didn't really expect coming into college was just how much social pressure, um, affects you and especially as a freshman because you know they're always like oh yeah well you're going to be independent so like you know you have like the secular world saying go out enjoy your time in college it doesn't matter like what consequences you end up like end up happening because of your decisions because oh it's you're in college it's fine like go out have a good time and so I you know as a freshman I was super like malleable to that idea. And so I, I tried to like really say like keep living a double life almost where I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm Catholic and I'll still go to church on the weekends. But like, you know, on Thursday nights, I'm gonna be yeah. I'm gonna be out and about with my friends like at yeah. parties that I don't wanna be at necessarily yeah. just because I thought that's what you do in college. Yeah. And it was just a big social pressure for me. And so I took like a turning around moment to realize that there was so much more to college than going out to these parties and, you know, standing on a sticky frat basement oh. or <laughs> life in college through your friends um, outside of those instances that mm-hmm. you don't even need alcohol to enjoy yeah. truly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, one of the biggest graces I received um the past years from that was just you know that realization that I do have friends that don't need that to have fun mm-hmm. especially through like my catholic group here in college I and you know different retreats and conferences that I've been at have really changed my heart to form me um and almost into a place now where I'm almost like an advocate for um like telling girls especially freshmen that like you, you do not have to give into that social pressure if you do not want to yeah like and but also that it's if you do like don't shame yourself for that. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone has a story and everyone's past brings them to where God wants them today. Yeah. So in order like to fulfill his story, he there's going to be bumps in the road and but God's going to use you through them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's huge. I think, you know, in high school or like at least for me, I was like, I'm going to college for four years. Like I just want to be in college. And then the Lord like flipped the switch. and was like, psych, you're not going to be there that long. (laughs) (laughs) This this whole society is like, you got to live the college life. You got to do the college experiences. You got to, you know, do all the risky things. Like, 
I don't know, like climbing on the roof of your dorm or, you know, like the <laughs> dumb risky things that like society says we're supposed to do. And even like down to alcohol and sex and drugs and all those things that, yeah, we're just in college. It's whatever, you know, when I'm out of college, I'll like be fine. I'll suck it up. I'll change. But it's like, why are we waiting for mm-hmm. four years to go by? And so yeah. it's like, if we're going to dump our morals and values down the drain for four years, how do we expect to have them then, exactly. you know, after yeah. that? And so I mm-hmm. think that's where we get into this whole, like, I mean, the two-sided, two-faced thing of like, well, I want to be Catholic. I want to do this, but, but I also like, you know, have to live the college life, but it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you can go like bowling with your friends. You can go to a movie. You can yeah. like decorate cookies you can make cookies make a cake like you can do so many other things that are fun that don't require you know what society would say is you know yeah well also it's um a common misconception for catholics in college is like oh like you can't have any fun i mean that's like catholicism in general is like oh it's so strict you gotta be pious all the time (laughs) and that's really not the case like we're actually called to evangelize through like just by living as an example. And so the best way to do that is not by staying in our little bubble and not leaving our room because we're scared of um, what's out there, but you know, like just living as a Christian example out in our day-to-day lives um, and just like making disciples from that is such a powerful tool. And I wish that more people would know that. Yeah, absolutely. It's through, it's through what the Lord is already calling us to do that we are being his hand is hands and feet. And that's where he, that's where people see us is when we're doing the work that he's calling us to. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, just say for like a really kind of dumb example of like, okay, you know, like I would go to class my last semester, I would just drive there. I was there for, you know, an hour of class and I typically go back home. So it's like, I really didn't encounter a lot of people, but in that instance, the Lord was calling me to be a student. And so mm-hmm. he was calling me to be there with my classmates. And so I either had the choice to complain that I didn't want to go to class and didn't want to drive the 35 miles there and 35 miles back. But I have this opportunity to be with the people that the Lord has presented to me in that moment. And yeah. so I think kind of everywhere in life, even like, you know, my husband and the same coworkers he works with every single day, like he still has an opportunity through this you know, his vocation, his job he's currently at to, you know, serve them, to be with them, to help them, you know, do their work together. Um, And it's through those interactions that, you know, we get to share Jesus with others. It's, you know, sometimes I think we just make it this big, huge, like, plan. And we're like, what am I going to do? How do I accomplish this? But it is just through our daily actions, right? Like, how, how can we interact people today with people today? you know, that I don't even know who are going to be interacting with me, you know, who might yeah. call me today that I don't know who's going to call me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's as simple as that really. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's no need to make it some big abstract idea. And like, um, like obviously it is good to, uh, you know, have those plans too, but yeah, it's really just comes down to as simply as just, yeah. and even reaching out to people, just be like, Hey, want to get coffee sometime. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's, yeah. you know, have those conversations and, um, you know, just really build up that fellowship built on um, like true friendships. Yeah. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about college is the true amount of people you are exposed to, too. It's like you we're from our small town bubble. So getting to college and meeting all these people with different it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful being able to meet so many new people. Yeah. And it's it's amazing. Like just the other day, I went to get coffee from 
our lower cafeteria and just talked to this girl for five minutes and got to know her and everything. And I was like, that was an amazing interaction. Yeah. Um, it just the simple things of getting to know people. It's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. And even just like, I mean, even in a college setting, I never, <laughs> never had a meal plan. So I never ate at, you know, mm-hmm. the cafeteria and stuff, but you know, just feel like this, like the simple interactions of like those people, like you never know, even if it's just like a, have a great day or a smile, like you can change someone's the course of someone's day through that of like, yeah. oh, they're happy. Like what, why am I even mad? You know, mm-hmm. what are causing me to be that way? And then mm-hmm. it's sometimes like, I mean, even if we're someone, the person who's angry and someone smiles at you or holds the door, it almost makes us do the double take of like, wait, why am I even mad? Like, is it just because I have an mm-hmm. assignment to do that I really don't want to do, but the Lord is still <laughs> calling me. I have, you know, I have to do it. <laughs> have you ever tried a quote unquote clean beauty product? only for it to not actually work very well, leaving you frustrated as you constantly have to reapply it because it melts off after two hours or it doesn't give you the coverage you want. I get it. I felt the same way. I've tried multiple clean products with very meh results. It's actually very common for beauty products with clean ingredients to not perform very well. And to be honest, I almost gave up on the whole clean beauty thing altogether because I just wanted my makeup to work and last even though I knew the conventional products I was using weren't good for my health at all. But just as I almost gave up, I found it. I never thought I'd find a clean makeup line that I'd actually want to tell my friends about because I believe you shouldn't have to compromise beauty for health or health for beauty. You can shop all of these incredible clean beauty products that I just told you about via the link in the episode description. And the best part is you get $10 off your first purchase. I can't wait to see you there kind of shifting the conversation a little bit something that I think I struggled with a lot was like I don't know just getting like tired of classes you know like you get into your the first couple of weeks of the class and especially since I mean you guys are juniors I just took my classes in a funny way so yeah. took senior yeah. classes at, you know <laughs> technically as a sophomore but as a senior you know what I mean you yeah. guys do but yeah yes. um, yeah um and so like I got to the point of like I was just exhausted. I didn't even like want to be there for the classes. I was like, why am I even here? And I, so I know there's other people who feel that way of questioning, you know, why they're in school? Why, why am I getting this degree? Why, why am I at this school? Um, Yeah. And, you know, I think what I learned the most through that is that is where the Lord is calling me to be. And those are the classes that I have to take to graduate. And although I don't want to graduate, I still feel this pull on my heart that I should, you know, continue with my degree. Mm-hmm. Obviously there is like the discernment of, you know, if the Lord is inviting you to drop out, to, to take a different path, you know, you can't, yeah. you can't oppose what the Lord is telling you. And so I think um, where you experience the most peace with the Lord, um, I mean, I never really experienced peace doing my marketing homework, um, <laughs> but that's kind of like, you know, know that it is like, you're not the only one who does feel like they don't want to be in college. Cause I was there. Um, mm-hmm. if you are someone who has struggled with that, but that's another kind of little small thing that I wanted to touch on was, um, you know, those feelings of why am I even in college? Cause I don't want to do this homework, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I totally relate to, to that. And I think the term for it is imposter syndrome. I was just going to say, yeah. and we've talked about that a lot. I, yeah. For my career path and major and everything, we visited the med school in Omaha. And one of the first things they said is, 
focus on yourself because burnout is so high. And I mean, you've put in the work you've done, you're passionate about this. Don't burn yourself out. Take a step back. Um, and imposter syndrome, it was a huge thing. It's okay. You're meant to be here. This is something that you've planned for, for like ever. Yeah. Enjoy it. Take a step back. Don't pressure yourself so much. Yeah. And one, oh, I still remember it. It was last, I think it was last February, a homily of Father Caps. And it was a very rough semester for me, just a big work- workload. Yeah. And his homily was, don't make any major decisions in February. I remember that. Yes. I remember that. And I still tell my husband that. Oh, like, yes. <laughs> was it February or? It was February. Uh, yeah. February. I was like, that is so true because this time of year you're stuck inside more because it's cold outside. You don't get the sunshine. Um, you're just downward slope of yeah. winter, winter season. He's like, don't make any big decisions. Take a step back, pray about it. If you're still feeling that way in a month and a half, then maybe it's true when God's calling you to make this decision in your life. Yeah. Think about it first. Yep. Yep. Literally mic drop. I literally repeat that all the time. Like it's yes. like, like I don't want it to be like, I don't know. It's just like such a weird month. Like mm-hmm. it's so weird. Like it's only 28 days. So it goes fast, but it also drives <laughs> yep. on. Yes. It's kind of like the like I think January goes fast because it's like okay like the new year holidays getting back into school and then it's like mm-hmm. february and then it's like march and spring break and all the call you know like yep. then it's easter and then it's the end of the school year so it just like as soon as february is over life hits but i think that's when we focus on like we just get too focused on the things Uh-oh. that we don't want to be doing in february and mm-hmm. if you're midwesterners nebraskans where the weather is not fun to be outside no. in february uh-uh. seasonal mm-hmm. depression is a thing Yes, yes, big yeah. time. Yes. It makes it but easy. yeah, so the imposter syndrome thing, it's it's like it's really intense in college and um not a lot of people talk about it, but um it's just almost a universal experience of everyone has a moment in their college career where they're like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, mm-hmm. is this actually something that I'm going to enjoy for the rest of my life? Yeah. But yeah, I really like what you said about how um like it's what God's calling to you for in this moment. Mm-hmm. Like he's, it's the idea. I don't know if you've heard of the idea of like big V or little V vocations before. Yeah. But uh, the big V vocation is obviously what we all think about with like either marriage or religious life or, you know, being called to chase single life. But the little V vocation is literally just what God's calling you to right now. And so something that I am trying to live out consistently on a daily basis is just like whatever little V God has for me in store that day. Um, and just, you know, living that to the best of my ability, whether it is doing my homework I don't want to do, whether it's uh, doing my observation hours at a high school <laughs> where students do not seem to be interested at all, yep. uh, whether it's telling Ashley to do the dishes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever little thing it is that day that God has in store for me, I just am trying to live that out mm-hmm. um, and know that like in that moment, God has me doing this for a reason. Mm-hmm. And even if I don't see the end result right now, um, I can look back and, you know, when I've graduated and see how much God has given to me through those little moments. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and something that the Lord has been teaching me as well. And I've said this in other podcasts too, but, um, you know, we have, we're, we're all working and striving to get to heaven. Right. And so 
we either can do what we want to do or do what the Lord is inviting us to, right? So what is the Lord inviting us to do today and in this moment? So if that's that homework assignment that you absolutely have been putting off (laughs) any longer, like in the Lord, like, you know, you need to be there, like meet the Lord there and do it together and then move on after that. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, in college, we get the, the list of homework assignments, the list of projects, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the list that never ends until like May 6th. <laughs> done. Finally, after procrastinating. Um, but meeting the Lord in the moments of, okay, one thing at a time, what are you inviting me to do right now? So, you know, as a wife, like the dishes, I don't want to do the dishes. <laughs> like, I don't like, I'll cook supper, but I don't like the cleanup, you know, not my favorite. Um mm-hmm. But what is the Lord inviting me to do? And with that mindset of what is the Lord inviting me to do? Because that's what's going to get me to heaven. Not yeah. what I want to do of sitting on the couch and watching Netflix mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? Um, exactly. So I think when we change our perspective on, you know, our path to sainthood is a daily choice. Are we saying yes or no to what the Lord is inviting us to on a day-to-day basis? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, especially as college students when we do have loaded plates, you know, we don't just have a job and that's it. Like, yeah, you have a job and you have classes and you have like social life and mm-hmm. all the things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I guess that, that comes along with something I wanted to recommend for any girls in college right now, if they're feeling down. One of the things I love to do is if I'm having a rough day, I always have a checklist um, for things I need to do. And there's times where I look at it, I'm like, oh, goodness, I didn't get that done. I recommend putting stuff down that you did get done. Mm. Write stuff on your checklist and then check it off. Yeah. Say, okay, I did this. I can cross this off. I mean, I already did it. So it's we always focus on stuff we haven't done. Mm -hmm. And it's it's okay to reflect on the stuff that we have done. And that comes to like things we have to do with our day or things we want to do spiritually or just just the simple things sometimes Mm -hmm. realizing you know it's okay I've done this I can acknowledge that I've done this so yeah and sometimes I think we feel like we're not doing enough especially as Mm -hmm. women we think we have to I mean our natural you know our heart's kind of you know tendency is to serve other people and to just Mm -hmm. you know give of ourselves to other people Mm -hmm. in many different ways and so I think um like for me at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, like I didn't even do enough today. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe I, you know, wrote some marketing content that I needed to get done. Right. Like I still got, at least it was just one thing that got done or even in our prayer life, even if we were just chatting with God throughout our day, but it wasn't any, you know, quote unquote formal prayer. Like Mm -hmm. that was still in like time that we invited the Lord in. And it's, you know, kind of like, okay, I want to try to do better tomorrow, but at least I acknowledged God and I didn't just not do anything. And so I love, Mm -hmm. I mean, it kind of sounds silly checking off what you've already done, but yes, seriously, like you need a little motivation boost, be like, okay, well, I've done this and this and this. Yeah. Like, even if I just made the bed this morning, write it on there and check it off. I did it. I did it. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It brings up the idea of like Martha and Mary in the, in the gospels. And, um, I love that story because you, I usually can see myself in both situations. Like, you know, Martha, she is working so hard just to get the house clean for Jesus because like, he's a special guest, obviously. And so she just wants to serve him. And when she sees her sister, Mary, who's just intentively listening to his word, she's like, why aren't you doing anything? Why aren't you helping me for this special guest? Like our house is a mess. He needs food. And, 
but Jesus consoles Martha and he's like, Martha, she is doing what is uh, required of her right now. And that's literally just listening to me speak. <laughs> she is sitting with me. She's being in my presence and she is just soaking in all of this knowledge uh, because he's not going to be on the earth forever. So, yeah. you know, just by spending that time with him, um, like that she is doing what is needed in that moment. And that is so important for me to reflect on personally, because I too, am kind of, I'm a busy body yeah. as most are. And I, um, you know, I'm always running around and I, you know, I have leadership positions within my church group too. And sometimes I forget that like, I'm too busy doing the things. I'm too busy planning the events. I'm too busy going through the Bible studies. I'm planning Bible studies. I'm doing all of this that I don't reflect on my own life and my own prayer life yeah. through that. Mm. I'm not spending my own time with Jesus. I'm too busy being Martha yeah. to be Mary. Yeah. But it's important to be both and yeah. in moderation, um, obviously, because you can't like you can just sit and, you know, list, do everything like read your Bible, listen to podcasts for a whole day. You technically yep. can. And while that is good in itself, it's still not completing what, completely what God wants you to get done that day. Mm-hmm. Like he is calling us to be Martha and like do his works and, you know, go, go through those tasks that, you know, we were talking about before. But it's important to have both in your life day to day um, to spend time with prayer. Maybe that's just a quick, like, good morning, Jesus, mm-hmm. help me with today. Yeah. Um, or, you know, spending a little more time, but yeah, just like by reflecting and having both in your life, the Lord will give you so many graces. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that I think all college students need to realize, um, that, yeah, you don't need to be completely a busybody, And like, even if it is church and religion based, like you still have to have that inner prayer life too. Yeah. I think when we do get busy, 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 you know, then the merry aspect of silence with Jesus is just gone. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, Oh, like I need to do this today and this, and then I got to go here and then I got to go there. And then I have this class and this homework. And then I have to go to my daily mass and I have Bible study, but it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. this like, just like tornado of we're constantly doing something and we get to the end mm-hmm. of the day and we're like, I can't, like, I can breathe. Like I'm finally like done. And then the last thing you want to do in that moment is try to focus on prayer. Right. Yeah. And so kind of your brain's still going to be everywhere. (laughs) It's like, yeah, the little morning, a little bit of morning time with Jesus. And even if that looks like getting ready in your college dorm bathroom and you're just, you know, like doing your thing, talking to Jesus in your head, if you're in there by yourself, have a conversation, (laughs) you know, like just, even if it's just that little bit of you know, these five minutes that I have to get ready, focus mm-hmm. yourself on Jesus um, and just have a conversation with him in those five minutes. I mean, even if, you know, if you absolutely do not have time to just sit before a class, like, or maybe you overslept, like on your, you know, however fast of a sprint you have to get to your class, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh-huh. offer that time to Jesus and say, Lord, like, you know, thank you for, you know, getting me up today. Thank you for a new day. I know I'm late, but I'm human and I'm going to embrace the mistakes that we all make and move on. Right. Like mm-hmm. I think just setting that mind mentality in the beginning of our day, those, you know, even if it's the, your alarm goes off, <laughs> snooze it for the nine minutes, like we all do. And so that time <laughs> in prayer, right. <laughs> um, yes. Just kind of finding those little ways we can add that in, of, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe it's just walking back from class slower than you normally do and just, pop in your headphones, turn on some opera music or some <laughs> old, you know, like some classics and just, 
yeah, just yeah. Mm-hmm. hang out with Jesus. And so yeah. um, I think be being more intentional with that too. Yeah. Are you ready to go deeper in your faith? Praying the rosary has left an impact on my life and the lives of so many others. In fact, the rosary was one of the first ways the Lord spoke to me. Through my encounter with the Lord in my heart to create, I've designed many different rosaries for people of all ages, from children to athletes to your everyday person. Trust me, there is a rosary for you. All rosaries are handmade by my husband and I in our home. As a way of saying thank you for the support of the Abundantly Yours podcast, I'm offering you a special discount to save on your order. Use code PODCAST for 10% off your purchase. It's time to take the next step in your walk with God. Once again, thank you for supporting the Abundantly Yours ministry. And I I think one of the biggest things I've had to make sure I take a step back in college is when I do have prayer time or when I do go to church. Um, Aaron talked about being busy bodied. I'm busy brain where my I'm constantly thinking about the next thing I need to do or what's going on or what 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 class I'm struggling with or what I'm learning in that class. And there's times where I'm like, okay. I need to focus on what I'm doing right now and being in the moment. And I don't know if it was a priest here or a priest back home. Um, they face the, they face everybody with the question, how often do you hear the words you're praying or are you just going through the motions? Like, are you living in the moment? Or are you just checking another thing off your list? So it's really being, being present in those moments. So like understanding what you're saying and the importance of what you're saying and making making a time. I, I've talked to Aaron and I've talked to several of our friends about, uh, we have Thursday night mass here for our students and it's just, it's amazing. And I'm like, okay, even if you aren't Catholic or you're not a super religious person, go to this. It is something that I find so therapeutic and relaxing, like a moment where I'm just able to go, oh, I can breathe. I can focus and just be with the Lord. So it, it's amazing and it's peaceful and living in the moment is so important and just settling your brain and body. And like last night we had a long day mm-hmm. and uh, it was just a very long day. And I was like, Aaron, I'm going to go back to our room before church. I'm going to call my mom. I'm going to settle down and then I'm going to go to church. Just preparing yourself to be present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I, I love how you mentioned, um, are you actually hearing the words you're praying? You know, are you actually <laughs> like able to listen? And I yeah. think so bouncing off of both the to-do list idea and that, you know, mm-hmm. we don't want prayer to become this to-do list of, I'm just going to pray the rosary while I'm doing all these things of I'm not even mm-hmm. paying attention to what I'm saying. And yes. I mean, there are times where, where I'm trying to intentionally pray the rosary and my human brain does get distracted. Right. But yes, yes. remembering to come back to the Lord in that and be like, Lord, like, I'm sorry, I just got distracted. Refocus me. Mm-hmm. But we can get this mindset of, okay, like I need to do all of Father Mike's podcasts for every day. Yeah. <laughs> and I need to um, also have my own Bible time, but then I need to do a holy hour and then I have to go to daily mass. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I mean, that's great. And if you feel called to do that and you can do it intentionally and you're able to give and receive at the same time um, with that, you know what I mean? Like not making it the to-do list. Like, yeah, I got to do this because this is how I have to get to heaven, but you're not going to get to heaven if you're not doing it intentionally. Like the Lord would rather... Yeah you spend 15 or 20 minutes uninterrupted with him in a conversation than if you're just trying to please him by doing all these things. Mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. I think that's a very easy thing to do is 
oh, it's a new year. Like, let's pray rosary every day and let's read my Bible every day. Mm-hmm. But really like leaning into where the Lord is inviting you to be in prayer. Because that's something mm-hmm. I never really did. I always thought it had to be this, like, oh, I have to read the Bible and I have to pray the rosary. But, like, I couldn't. Yep. Yes, Ashley. Yeah. Checkbox. Yeah. 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 But um, being able to completely change my mindset of, like, okay, how is the Lord calling me to calling me into conversation with him today? And mm-hmm. so some mornings I roll out of bed and the last thing I want to do is be awake. But I sit in my chair, I grab my crucifix, and I just stare at Jesus and say, I don't want to be awake right now, but here I am, <laughs> you know, and yes. just and like, even if I'm not even talking, even if it's just like silent time, like being there, staring at Jesus, hanging on the cross, looking and seeing what he has done for me. Um, and just that, just that time of peace, even if it's five minutes before I need to get going, that's still that just intentional time. And it's not like I entered that time into, I'm just going to say five Hail Marys, turn on a timer and call it good. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. There's yeah. no checkbox way to get to heaven or become a holier person. Mm-hmm. So I make our daily lives with God a checkbox. We're just checking off. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's it's good to make set aside the time, yeah. but also be in the moment. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I really recognize this um doing really simple actions to include Jesus into your day. Mm-hmm. So I guess my routine. I, the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning, like before I listen to any other music or anything is I do listen to Father Mike's catechism in a year. I dedicate that 15 minutes to my morning where I'm just like, okay, there's a lot of lies that college is telling me. Let's sit down with what the Catholic church has to say about that. And I, you know, I always learn something new every day from that because I've actually never read the catechism. So just by, um, going through this and like father Mike explaining it in easier terms, Mm. it's such a gift and it's just a great way to start my morning. Just like intentive on like, okay, this is why I'm Catholic. Let's go be Catholic today. And then I also recommend like if, if like, uh, maybe that's not your thing, like just by listening to just Christian music in the mornings as well, or just like random times throughout your day to just like reflect on, you know, the words and like what the Lord might be trying to tell you through that. Mm. And um, so I do that sometimes on my walks to my classes or on my walk to the gym or something like that. Just to like, um, instead of like, you know, distracting myself with other things, like I have like G- what the Lord wants to tell me through music for, you know, maybe it's just like five to 10 minutes. Yeah. And um, it's just a simple way to just dedicate a small, just nugget of your time to whatever the Lord has to say to you in that moment. Yeah. I love that. That's so, so good. So good. I love this entire conversation has been so fun. So our Zoom is running out of time. I thought I had the paid plan, but apparently I don't. (laughs) Um, So um, the final question I love to ask everyone is what is one piece of advice you want every young Catholic woman to know? This can be anything college or not college, or it can be a quote or a Bible verse, any, literally anything. Feel free Mm -hmm. to share. (laughs) For me, Uh, Yeah, I guess for me, I just, I just want young Catholic women to know that they're loved Mm -hmm. during this time, because, you know, especially the dating culture is very rough today. And so if you're a single Catholic woman in college, you're getting a lot of lives thrown at you about like who you should be dating or what your value should be in a relationship or anything like that. So I just want them to know that they are loved for who they are right now. 
um, no matter what your past is, no matter what your present or future is, like God loves you, like we love you. Yeah. And um, you, you are not alone in this fight for your faith during this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's very important to focus on. It's very, <laughs> Aaron and I went to high school in the same town and coming to college was a big culture shock because for in our town, everybody is Catholic. So coming here and you just experience you experience the people, like I said, but you're experiencing different cultures and different religions. So um, finding your group is important. I think that's amazing. There's a group for everyone um, meeting people. Um, I'm looking around our dorm room right now and I'm like, oh, goodness, it's a little messy, but it's also a home. Yeah. So definitely make your place of living somewhere you feel happy and like a home for yourself because yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be here and not feel like you belong in the place you sleep in the place you pray in the place you spend time with people so I'd say just make make your place of living a home even if it isn't technically your home so yeah. I think I that's huge it is and that's even like I mean even post-college you know my husband and I lived in an apartment for three months I'm like I don't care I'm hanging stuff on the walls like I'm not gonna just make it feel like we're living in a box because it's our first yeah. like let's make it feel like home so mm-hmm. I love those both such great advice um yeah. So yeah, thank you guys for joining yeah, me. It was yeah. so fun to get yes, this. Yes. I love this. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, it was oh so good. So yeah, Great thank you. Yes. <laughs> of course. Thanks for having us. Hey girl, we've made it to the end of this episode of the Abundantly Yours podcast. If this episode touched your heart in any way, I would be so thankful if you could head on over to subscribe and leave me a review. That way, you'll never miss another episode. Be sure to go follow me on Instagram at abundantly.yours for more. See you next time.